0: There are two kids and a dog in the house, so uh, if you hear kids yelling, dogs barking, please ignore it.
1: (laughs) Welcome to a special episode of Habits Matter. Hi, I'm your host Shreyasi Singh, founder and CEO of Harappa Education, where our mission is to power your world of work with good habits. You're tuning in to a flash episode The Home Office. We are in conversation with three guests who talk about the challenges and joys of working from home. Before you dive in, let me assure you 100% of this episode has been produced and recorded over phone calls and web calls from the safety of our homes while practicing social distancing. We never could have thought this would be possible, but we actually put together most of the episode on Sunday, March 22nd when India observed Janta curfew. In this episode, Does collaboration suffer in the absence of a physical office? How do I stay motivated when I'm all by myself? Can I work from home in my pajamas? And could this be a turning point in the way we work?
0: I'm Natasha Puri and I head marketing for a publishing house called Jugnaut Books. For the last eight months, I've been working from Dehradun. Um, which means I have been a stay-at-home worker for the last eight months. I actually stopped telling uh, people that I was working from home or working remotely because uh, it was just interpreted as having some chill job where you're like, you know, whether you're working or not, you're like on vacation and like it doesn't count. And I think now... Um, because of the circumstances, suddenly that is changing, right? Like work from home is like the future of work and you know, we must find the right tools and we must be productive. But hello, like two years back, people were like, working from home is like, oh, you have some chill job and you're probably not serious about your career.
1: As the ongoing epidemic rages across the world, life has turned upside down and we're locked in our houses working from home. We are quite sure what to make of WFH, although its early benefits, including autonomy and flexibility, and a non-existent commute are welcome. Veterans like Natasha, though, have been doing it for a while. Her verdict, working from home is not a breeze.
0: My initial few months were extremely productive. I think I was at my creative best. Uh, I've been with this company for the last three years, so there's a time when you're not giving your best to the company, I think. And just going to office and doing the same thing over and over again uh, really kills that creativity. So being in a different space uh, really, really helped me uh, with that.
1: If the first week of Harappa being WFH is any indication, I agree with Natasha. Not only did the 79-people team move to mandatory work from home overnight, we did more work and we did it faster. We weren't in maintenance mode last week. We cooked up new ideas and moved them along faster. Of course, a week is a blip in a company's journey at least. But Natasha's point about an initial upswing certainly did hold up for my team. But how long will that be true? What about the fears and dangers of too much online, too much tech and too much screen time? What will that do to us a month out or three months out? Will it rewire our brains?
2: Hi, I'm Nivedita Singh and I'm a counsellor and a psychotherapist and I've been practising in this space for the last 30 years. I help people uh, deal with their daily problems of living, whether personal or professional. It is definitely getting people to um, lean more uh, heavily on the virtual world. Um, now, the virtual world was something which was a kind of an escape earlier because if there was something which was bothering us in our real life you kind of got in there and it was this very beautifully curated world where everything that's happening is, uh, is, is good and nice and if you if it's not good and nice then move to the next platform where things are good and nice But here, uh, it's pretty much you know every platform you're on is really spelling doom so uh, I noticed that people are kind of, uh, you know, reaching the the the, the end of their uh, you know patience and uh, their the thresholds of tolerance of you know how to deal with being uh, confined at home, uh, whether you know working from home or whether taking care of families or children being home. I mean, you totally if you, you feel inadequate. You feel you're like you're inequipped to really. Um, deal with something like
1: this. There's another common enemy, the lack of motivation that might dampen working from home. We're social beings after all. We transfer energy to each other An absence of meaningful interaction can make us all feel listless.
0: You know, there are all these sort of leadership talks and management talks that kind of tell you have, have your top three priorities of the day and then focus on that. I think all that uh, really goes for a toss in the real world when you're working from home. Staying motivated if you're working from home is a challenge. It's a real challenge. Uh, there are days which just kind of uh, get away from me. Um, but there are also days which are extremely, extremely productive. So, I, I think I still struggle with it. Um, I personally like it because... I like uh, being able to define my own day. Uh, So in that sense, I think it's a personal preference. But it is a struggle. struggle. Hashtag the struggle is real.
1: If you're struggling to get work done, it can help to bring some structure to your work from home routine. One size never fits all. But listening to people who've been there can help. Maybe you'll find something someone says useful. Else, at least you'll know that you tried. Halpreet Grover, a successful entrepreneur who had founded and later sold CoCubes, a campus hiring tech company, tells us how he gets the basics right.
3: You still find it difficult. What
1: are some best work from
3: home practices, right? For example, you know, if the person needs to have a designated work area, they need to get a table and a chair so that they feel like they're working. Uh, A lot of people recommend that, you know, dress up for work. If you stay in uh, home clothes, you won't feel like you've gone to work. You've been used to going to work in your work clothes. So dress up in comfortable work clothes so that you feel like you've come to work. So third is you tell your family members, these are some times that I'm, that I'm going to work from home and you know I wouldn't want to be disturbed. So these are certain best practices that you have to keep reiterating with people you are working with. Ensure that they are following that and their morale is up. The final thing I would add there is, you know, we are we are social beings. So in times like these, when we will not be able to meet a lot of people physically out there, we need to take care of our mental health, we need to take care of our physical health.
0: Do not think you're going to take a bath after you do this meeting or this call. Or, you know, quickly you'll we'll just wrap up these emails and then go and take a bath. You'll be sitting in your pajamas till 5pm. So, please, just wake up, take a bath and then get down to work. To find a way to use your wardrobe. Because um, suddenly you're just always going to be in pajamas. <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous, but... It's a fact, I think, uh, dress up well for yourself. Right now, no one's going out. So I guess you just have to, you know, have fancy dinners at home.
1: Or walk a lot. It's what I've been doing. Every evening without fail for more than an hour. Or begin small doses of something you've always wanted to do. For me, it has been listening to and reading up more about Western classical music. Trust me, Beethoven makes WFH easier because challenges are a plenty. About seven years back, towards the end of my four-year career break to raise my son, I had started to write for several publications. For one such article, I had an interview with a well-known CEO. My son was in a particularly clingy phase and I eventually did the audio interview sitting on the pot in my loo with two doors, the bathroom door and the bedroom door as shield from a screeching four-year-old. I'm pretty sure the CEO could never have imagined such an inspired setting. It's a funny memory now. It was WFH Survival 101 then, as a young mother and a freelance journalist, before the world of Zoom, Google Hangouts, and 4G streaming. Then and now, you need to get some systems right. First, find a corner where you can work uninterrupted. Tell your friends and family that you'll be busy. And take care of your health. Also, maybe, get out of your pyjamas. Don't mind the hitches that come up, though. Complete silence is a luxury only for office spaces. And usually, not that either. If you ever visit the almost-too-buzzing Harappa hub. Home is where life happens. And where the doorbell rings incessantly in the morning for a range of services. Especially if you have children and other family members. You don't need to swat them away. No matter what happens at home, there's one skill that will see you through. What
3: we're talking about is the importance of strong communication. Right? I think what we need to realize is that when we talk face-to-face, we are using all our five senses to be able to listen to each other. Uh, but as you move that to work from home, you know you only have your chat or text or video calls and, you, and there's a not, not a lot of external context which goes missing. So, you know, I think the more you work when you're not inside, that means the more you work from home, the stronger your communication needs to be. In times when we have the luxury of being able to see each other, being able to meet as often as possible, you know, a lot of people can be successful in different roles. But if you look at all the JDs, all the CVs out there, we can call them outdated, but you know, all the CVs say we need strong communication skills. I think, you know, in work from home, we'll be able to quickly figure out which company has a culture of having strong communication skills, hiring for strong communication skills, and we'll be able to figure out which leaders actually have strong communication skills, because those leaders you will see are able to get work effectively done from home. So I think the importance of being able to write well, being able to say things correctly, being able to communicate to the other person in minimal words, what, how, what and how you expect them to contribute will come to the fore. So I think this is a, this is anyway the critical skill, both in personal and professional life In times like this in work from home, this will become overcritical.
1: Harpreet's advice is timeless. It's better to over-communicate than to under-communicate when we are far away from each other. Communication helps things move faster. Empathetic managers and team members have the same impact. What else can companies, leaders and managers do to ensure there is no loss of productivity? For example, how do companies instill a culture of writing more effectively to make sure ideas and discussions are well-documented? WFH veterans, largely small to medium tech companies, and the cadre of freelancers and independent consultants say it's critical that there is no ambiguity in the tasks laid out or in expectations. Clarity is a big push to make as is having rituals to monitor and update.
3: Essentially, you need to be able to treat the person as human. That means you need to realize that these are extraordinary circumstances. They are working from home the and they are also trying to give their best. So give everybody the benefit of doubt to say that the person is giving their best. And, you know, manage by the goals that you have set for the day rather than the emotions that you have during the day. The third point that I can keep in mind is, you know, Check in frequently as a friend, as a leader, not and don't talk about work. Talk about what actually you would talk about to the person when you meet them in office. You know when you meet them some somebody casual in office, you ask chal raha?" you know what is going on in a house? What is happening? So ensure that kind of communication doesn't stop when you're working from home. So carve out time for the same. The you know, second is you actually, do a survey of the team, use emoticons to do the survey, use an anonymous tool to do the survey to gauge the mood of the team Uh, and see that as a check of how the team is feeling. So these are some things that you can do as a leader. So these are not normal circumstances in which people are working from home. In this case, we need to watch out for their mental health. Uh, That means talking to them regularly. That means, you know, doing a weekly poll on how the people are emotionally feeling. Uh, you know, being able to reach out on 101, being able to have casual chats in general. So all of that is something that leaders and companies will need to do as they, if they want to be successful in working from home.
1: Cut to Natasha, it ultimately boils down to building a culture of trust and empathy in your organization. What better time to do this than now? Trust that your employees will give it their best shot. And you may be surprised and proud like I have been. But like most other processes, this is not going to be perfect. Nothing is. Not everyone will raise their game and rise to the challenge. But when has sitting in an office ever guaranteed perfect performance?
0: I know right now there are companies talking about uh, how do we measure productivity? How do we make sure people are working? And I understand that. I completely get it. But uh, personally, I think this is the point where you cultivate people's entrepreneurship because ultimately they're going to be answerable to themselves and they're going to have to take full ownership of what they're doing and there's no scope of actually um, pretending to work, so, which which is actually very easy to do when you're in, in an office environment, right? Do we How do we measure productivity then? How many breaks are you going to measure, right? Uh, people could not be on coffee breaks, but not being productive. But I think if we have the patience and the courage to give our employees that leeway, I think there will be people who will shine because they are just waiting for such an opportunity, right? Taking full ownership of their work. So I, I personally think that that's what I feel is very positive about working from home.
1: If it gets too lonely, and it may, don't be afraid to pick up the phone or video call the people you love. This has been a happy benefit. I'm Zooming friends now, never did that before, and it's been great fun. We converted our Friday evening tea party at Harappa into our first online Zoom party. As my colleague Lokesh called it, it was PFH, or party from home, 50 of us joined in and spent 30 minutes laughing about bizarre virtual backdrops, doing a rapid-fire round of questions and missing the brewed jugs of tea by trusted office staff, Ajay.
2: Talking to somebody during these times, uh, especially doing a video call or, you know, any of those other digital platforms is, I think, Extremely, extremely useful. It is, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's something which I would strongly recommend because you know there's a there's there's something very reassuring about somebody's face um, on your screen, um, and you know it, we in any case are able to communicate a lot through our nonverbals. So even if somebody sees compassion in that person's eyes, sees the person nodding in agreement when you are. You know, when you're kind of verbalizing the trivialest of uh, concerns and if the person is not really laughing or dismissing it, it's really, really reassuring, you know. It's very important for uh, us to not allow the negativity to bother us too much because, uh, you know, while being concerned is something which is natural, it is human, it is a part of the adaptive uh, functions that we have for self-preservation. Uh, but the same functions which are adaptive and which serve us well, if taken to the next level, can actually become maladaptive.
1: Seek help if you have to. If not now, when? These are unprecedented times. Anything that makes you feel better should be deployed.
0: You don't have to work like a robot. It's fine. I mean, I cherish the fact that uh, whenever I want, I can take out two minutes and play with my pet, or you know, you know, do something that I normally would never be able to do if I was in the office. So it's okay, you know. Just don't take it, don't take it so seriously. It's fine. Uh, there's a, it's liberating. You're working flexibly. It's great. It's a privilege. Enjoy it.
1: We're living in a time of massive shifts, but on the bright side, also some wonderful epiphanies like learning a whole new way of management, or that a meeting really could have been just an email, or discovering that your team can get things done no matter what, or seeing our skies and rivers return to a pristine blue. Is this a watershed moment in human history? Could it change the way we work forever? Don't forget to write in to tell us your funniest remote work stories. The show is produced by Nitin Shamsuddin, scripted by Samya Bahuguna, managed by Nishant Singh under the editorial direction of Seema Chaudhary. Shout out to our bright audio engineer Madhavan Bharajaji, our design team Archit Chithapur, Suman Kaur and Neha Nagar, and our product team Neera Sharma and Akash Trivedi. You can subscribe to Habits Matter on all your favorite podcast platforms. Please also follow Harappa Education. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and everywhere else.
3: You ain't seen nothing yet.